Hey, hey everybody, what's going on? It's another episode of Doctor Movie. The doctor is in his car. And we're talking about movies. Because we're doing road warrior reviews of movies in my car. On wheels and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do a show in my car, yo. And uh, this is another listener's request. My good friend Mike Stewart reached out and said, Hey, man, I'd really like to see uh, your thoughts on this one. And he brought up Asylum from 1972. We got some amicus up in here. I, I, this may be the first amicus movie that uh, that I've had on this show. So, it's a great one to start with. Uh, it's a horror anthology. It's a classic. I mean, it, it's, it's a great anthology. And we're going to talk about it. So, uh, when you talk about the cast, I mean, come on. Uh... There's no way to, to mention them all. We'll just hit some of the big ones right off the bat. Peter Cushing. I mean, come on. What else do you need to know? It's Peter Cushing, right? We got Britt Eklund in this, right? Bond girl. Been in everything. Uh, get, get, uh, who we got? Uh, let me pull it up here. Charlotte Rampling from, uh, Zardoz from, uh, uh, Orca, the Killer Whale, is what I know her from more than anything else. We got Patrick McGee in this from uh, Clockwork Orange. I mean, what a cast, right? And that's just hitting some high points while I'm driving and trying not to look at my phone too long. Um, we got four stories in this, and I really like them all. Um, I would almost like to see these redone. And you also got a, the, 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 the tie around, right? That kind of wraps, or the wrap around that, 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 you know, puts all this together. So it starts off with this young man, uh, has a career in psychology, going up to this asylum to get a job, to work with some, uh, some patients. And uh, obviously there's a, a lot going on in this place, but the beautiful thing about how this movie is laid out is, uh, in order to kind of see how things run in this place and if he can handle it or not, based off of the main director's idea of what he needs to do, he has to go around and talk to some of the patients and just kind of see where they're at, right? So that's the stories we get. He goes and visits the patients in the rooms and they tell him these stories of how they ended up there. And that's the basis for this whole thing. And it's done so well. And uh, the first one is a young lady in a room. And her story is about a, a jealous lover, right? Um, this guy's married. And uh, he's trying to leave his wife and be with this young lady. And the wife won't give him a divorce. She's uh, the breadwinner of the family, so he lives off of her money, basically. And she knows it. She doesn't throw any punches with any of this stuff. She doesn't get emotional. She's basically, you are mine forever. And that's not going to change. And they're having this conversation, and he's already... 
he's already had been on the phone to his new lover about just stick with the plan, everything will work out fine. And he gets off the phone, he's talking to his wife, and again, talking about uh, a divorce and all that stuff, not going to happen. And she's wearing this bracelet that's supposed to be some kind of charm to ward off evil. And uh, so they have that kind of conversation. He goes, hey, I've got a gift for you. Come down here in the basement, which is never a good idea. Or, And uh, he bought her a deep freeze. And uh, when she's looking, she's like, wow, that's fantastic. He said, I also got another surprise for you. She's like, what's that? He said, this. And he whacks her in the head with an axe. <laughs> hey, look, it's a, it's a big boy's restaurant. Uh, I'm driving, I'm on the other side of Cincinnati, Ohio, for a, a work seminar I've got to do. And I just passed a big boy, which I haven't seen probably since my teens. So that was kind of cool. Anyways, wanted to share that with you. Um, so he chops up the body. You, you get to, you know you don't see anything, right? Because this is classic abacus. You're you're not gonna see any real gore. But he basically starts. Uh, you start hearing the axe falling, right? The hatchet, and he's doing a bang up job on uh, dismembering the body, and then he wraps it in, you know meat packing paper and ties it up and chunks it into the freezer and lays it out just like a body so the head is separated the the torso is it's you know and it's laying in the fridge he he does a job of mopping everything up and his girlfriend says she's gonna be over in a little bit so he's sitting there and he's having a drink and all of a sudden he keeps hearing a noise from downstairs and all of a sudden the head comes rolling across the kitchen floor so it's come from upstairs and rolling across the floor, and it sits there for a minute, and you're thinking, okay, somebody rolled it. But no, then it starts moving on its own. So he's freaking out. And he goes down to the to the freezer and looks in it. And when he turns around, he gets whacked. And that's when the new lover shows up can't find him anywhere. He goes downstairs and finds him in the freezer. And then all the body parts still wrapped up start coming after her and attacking her. And that's her story, right? And of course she's in there because they think she killed him and maybe her. And she's locked away. And this is done so well. It's, it's so so classy and terrifying it's it's done really well uh leads into the second story where a guy's a uh a suit maker and he's pretending to be sewing he don't have anything in front of him and the story here is as he was asked to uh to make a suit for peter cushing who gave him all these demands it has to be specifically done a certain way it has to be done between midnight and dawn weird speculations but he offers him 200 pounds and this dude's back's against the wall because he can't pay his rent it's going to be thrown out on the street so he takes the job does the work delivers it to Peter Cushing and Peter Cushing's like look I don't have the money on me but I will real soon he's like well that's not going to do me any good I need the money now and he tells him about this book that he's got which is ancient it's only one of a kind and uh as it goes on, the guy that made the suit went and looked in this other room and 
Peter Cushing's having this suit made for his son. Well, turns out his son is dead and in a casket. And he's having the suit made for his son. But when he looks in the book, it shows that when you put the suit on the son, he comes back from the dead. Well, they have a confrontation. Him and Peter Cushing. A gun is pulled. Peter Cushing pulls the gun on him. They struggle. There's a fight. Peter Cushing gets killed. The old man grabs the book, runs out of the house, and runs back and tells his wife kind of everything that happened. She's like, well, we got to call the cops. Got to call the cops. Nope. We got to burn the book, is what he says, because that'll get rid of all this evil. Well, they start getting this argument, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they start hearing a noise, and it's the sun, and he's in the suit, and he comes and attacks. So it's a, it's a great ghost story and I'm assuming he's coming after the book to get it back and that's kind of the storyline with it so all these they, they they end real abrupt you know classic kind of setups third one uh, is about a young lady who strung out on some drugs you know they got her medicated and they keep a watch on her all the time at home and when she goes upstairs to her room her best friend's in the room they're saying hey what's happening uh how about you and me getting out of here and doing something for a while and she's like well you know i can't leave she's like yeah i know and she's she gives her a hard time about taking the drugs because that's more important and and you know the man watching over you is more important than i am so you got all this stuff going on and she tells her hey look you go get dressed i'm gonna go downstairs and cut the telephone wire because when the, the other person that comes and watches her, it's just more like a maid, I guess, gets here. I want to make sure she can't communicate and get us in more trouble. So when she goes and does back, she comes back and she's all dressed up. When they go downstairs, they find that, uh, well, when the, the, the other lady shows up, then uh, Charlotte Ramping, who's Barbara, comes downstairs and they find the guy has been stabbed with the scissors. So you know, did her best friend Lucy go down there and stab him instead of cutting the telephone wires? And then while they're standing there, the other woman gets stabbed in the neck and killed. And then it goes back to being in the asylum. And this, this new doctor is talking to her saying, so, so did Lucy do it or not? She's like, I don't know. Won't you ask her yourself? She said, okay, I will. Where is she? She said, she's in this room right here with us. And this lady turns and looks in the mirror. And of course you see Lucy on the other side of the glass. So Lucy's inside of her. So she was taking the drugs to keep that suppressed and not go crazy. We've kind of seen this story before, right? Well, even Fight Club, I guess you'd say. Kind of a source for that. But uh, very well done. Then you get the other story of a, a guy that uh, is building these little statues, right? He builds little miniatures of people that he knows. And the faces on them are very, very intricate. They look very, very realistic. The little bitty robots, though, is what they are. And he's convinced that he can pull the souls out of people and put them in those. And uh, he's working on one that's got his own face on it. And after this young doctor gets through talking with him, he goes and talks to the guy that's the overseer of the whole place and telling him about, well, I don't know, 
you know, I, I think this place is ran very badly. All these people are isolated. It's got all these issues, and they're having this conversation. And while they're doing that, this guy that was making the dolls is focusing on the one that's made of himself. And all of a sudden, that doll, he sets it down on the ground, and it starts walking off by itself. And it goes and breaks out of the room, and it goes to where they're having the, the two doctors having the conversation, and it sneaks up behind the, the overseer of the place. And uh, it comes up behind him with like a scalpel and stabs him in the back of the head and kills him. And then the new doctor sees the, the statue or the little robot and he knocks it down and he stomps on it. When he does, you see like little intestines and blood and stuff come out of it. And then another, uh, like the, I don't know if he's the head nurse or what, but he's the one that's kind of leading you around from room to room or leading the doctor around, tells him... Uh, he just came out of that that uh, that patient's room, and he said his whole body was just crushed. So, pretty pretty wild stuff. I mean, uh, you know, it 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 really catches you off guard because these stories are put together very well. And uh, I don't know. I really recommend this one if you like anthologies at all. This is one you got to see. So I want to thank Mike for bringing this one up because I haven't seen it in a really long time. He said it kind of messed him up when he was a kid, and I can absolutely see why. When, when you've got this kind of uh, evil dead thing where body parts are flopping around, but they kind of react on their own, that's just creepy stuff, right? And again, it's amicus, so you've got a, a sense of class with this that you don't really get anywhere else. So I really recommend this one. Check it out. It's on Tubi for free. So there's your opportunity to check it out, just like all these other ones. And uh, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think it's very, very good. I think you take this and you take uh, Black Sabbath and put those two movies together. You've got a pretty fun night of, uh, of short stories, right? Of anthologies. So there you go, folks. That's my take on it. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you have recommendations or ideas of stuff you want me to do, bring them on. I'll be glad to do it. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.